Listen, we all know that ferns be tripping and buds be bugging. We also know you love plants and you love to get the tea served with some planty shade. So honey, you need to check out the Plant Key Key podcast. The Plant Key Key is a fun, safe space for grown and sexy plant parents to listen and kiki along with their favorite soil cousins who are dishing the dirt on their favorite foliage, a little pop culture, botanical trends, plants they wish they had, and plants they wish they never had. The Plant Kiki Podcast is presented by Black in the Garden. And you guys, it'll be available to you October 10th. To learn more about the Plant Kiki Podcast, follow them on Instagram and Twitter at The Plant Kiki. This podcast is also sponsored by Black People with Plants. If you support everything Black the way I do, then you'll love Black People with Plants. The melanin drips over everything green in this space. Black People with Plants is bold and unapologetic. To learn more about this movement, follow them on Instagram at Black People with Plants. That's Black People W dot Plants. The Black Plant Chick Podcast is sponsored by Light and Love Plant Company. Light and Love offers high quality houseplants direct to your door. Their plants are sustainably sourced and packaged with care. You guys, they're my favorite. I'm not going to even lie to you. To learn more about Light and Love houseplants, follow them on Instagram at lightandlove underscore plant co or go to their website at shoplightandlove.com. And don't forget to tell them Jade sent you. Welcome to the Black Plant Chick Podcast. I am your Black Plant Mama Jade, and this is episode three. So episode three is very special. Well, the month of February is very special for the Black Plant Chick podcast um, because I am not doing this podcasting thing alone this month. I have someone very special who is joining me for three episodes and I'm just super excited because I don't have to talk by myself all the time. (laughs) It's a lot (laughs) to hold this show. Um, and so I get to close my mouth and let somebody else talk about plants. Um, but it's not just someone that I randomly picked out of the crowd. This is somebody who, um, is very special to me. I haven't even met this woman, but she holds a very special place in my heart. Um, and my circle is tight. I say that a lot. I don't even have a circle, but I got a circle because I don't be letting everybody come into my space. Um, very protective of that, but this person has uh, pushed through that and has been here to stay. So I'm so excited to have her joining me for not one, not two, but three episodes of the Black Plant Chick podcast. And then we're bringing them to you back to back. So 
it's not bi-weekly. There will be an episode out, which is today, which is the 8th, that this comes out. Today's not the 8th, but when this comes out, it will be the 8th. And then the Monday after that and a Monday after that. So you will get a lot of me. But I'm not going to ramble on. Um, I don't think I have anything going on that y'all need to know about right now because it's too close. Yeah. Nope. Um, but let me welcome my, <laughs> let me welcome the person that you hear giggling in the back, uh, Veronica Moore, better known as the brown plant skin mama. I, wait, I felt like I, I just threw myself off. I have been saying your name so many times that I was like, am I saying this right? Like, why am I acting like I don't know <laughs> your name? <laughs> you know. But welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jay, for having me. Listen, y'all, I am so, so very excited. For those of you who have not met me, my name is Veronica, also known as the Brown Skin Plant Mama on Instagram, on Facebook. And I have been a guest on the show before, but I was honored when Jade asked me to come and be a guest host for the month of February. Mm -hmm. I was like, wait, what? 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 (laughs) (laughs) So we have been really excited to do this. We have kept it, you know, under wraps for a little bit. And when we made the announcement, folks were like, ah, we're so excited and so we're not excited as we are but it's cool right we are just really um pumped to be working together with this project and really excited to be able to just engage with you all and jay thank you for giving me access to engage with your audience that is wide and vast and so diverse and i think that it's amazing that you're reaching so many amazing people. But this month is so special, y'all. It is so special because clearly it's called the Black Plant Chick Podcast. Um, And we are celebrating, boop, period. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We are celebrating Black History Month. And I am excited for all the things that we have for this month, Jay. It's going to be fun. Yes. Yes. I am excited to, and like I said in the beginning, I don't have to do all the talking. Like, I know people love my voice and that's still, listen, it's still strange to me that people love this voice, but now you get to hear another amazing voice. Um, I'm excited about that, but we have a really great episode um, in store for you guys today. So I, of course, when I got really deep into plants, I started noticing plants in movies. Like I noticed them before, but not in the way that I do now. Um, now when I see a plant, I'm either identifying it or I'm like, mm, that's fake. Or I'm like, oh, that's nice right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm always seeing them. So I thought it would be fun for us to go down a really short list that we each have of plants in movies that sort of impacted us in any kind of way. It doesn't have to be a life-changing impression that these plants left, but something that caught our attention. Um, And yes. And so for you, when do you think that you really began to notice plants in movies? You know, um, if I had to think about so two two different times, 
Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is a favorite movie of mine, and I will disclose once we get into the topic okay. of sharing what the movies were. Because it's a favorite movie, my all-time favorite movie, I have always paid attention to every single scene in the movie. You asked me to share a scene, uh, iterate a scene, play back a scene, I'm going to be able to do it. <laughs> so I'm like, that was wonderful. Like, okay, this is it. But I also think that over the past year, so 2020 was something that um, it was a time in which I was able to come back around to my upbringing and my rites of passage when it comes to growing things. And so I paid attention way, way more in 2020, whether it was watching a movie with my daughter. I mean, even the other day, my husband was watching um, American Gods series Mm. and Mm -hmm. there was a scene with homegirl she's a black chick i don't know the character so i don't i don't watch the show she she plays like is she like a demon or something right um she's like like a goddess well she's a god i know she's She's yeah but she has some evil powers like i've seen her do something to men in a way that's like girl yeah with the men i don't know yes oh so we doing that but, yeah, oh, that's another episode for another. Yes, um, yes, but in the scene where she was interacting with the man, girl, it was a whole wall of snake plants, and I was oh, like, "Wow, that makes Look sense." At those <laughs> My husband was like, he just gave me like a side eye, and I was like, "Yes, I did. Just yes, I did. Just identify the snake. I mean, it was a whole wall." But as you as you mentioned that, I was like, "Oh, that does make sense because you know the the whole." Yeah. Um, symbolism makes when it comes to spirits yes. and things like that. Yes. Like, yes, this is her cold. This is her space. Yes. all up and through it. Yes. <laughs> that 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 show, and I don't want to. I know I'm a. I don't want to start talking about it too much, but that show definitely is very interesting. I've watched it. You know, so like for me, when I watch stuff like that, sometimes, and don't nobody use this against me later on. But sometimes I'm a little afraid of being in my house by myself watching Girl, certain yeah. things because I have a wild ass imagination and <laughs> I'll be in my bed like, wait a minute, did you just, what was, did you see that? Like, I, I can't, but that show is really, I think it's really good. Um, I only but, maybe a couple episodes. It's, it's good. It's. It's, it takes it there. Like, and her character is off the chain. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> but so, okay, we're gonna, we both have three movies that we are going to share. Um, and I'm going to let you start with your first one. So everybody listening, if you have some movies that sort of did this to you as well, like made you feel some kind of way or whenever you began noticing um, movies, share that with us. Um, inbox us. Just don't ask us no plant care questions. But <laughs> inbox, <laughs> inbox us the movies. I'm sure I'm going to post something when this comes out um, just to kind of see you know, how you guys feel and maybe you guys can relate to our list. So let's start with number one, um, Brown Skin Plant Mama. I'm going to let you go first. Yes. Okay, y'all. So I um, hinted at this just a couple minutes ago, but my first movie is The Color Purple. (laughs) It is my 
all-time favorite movie. I love this movie so much. I love the storyline. I love the takeaways. I love the plot. I love the um, resurgence of the identity and the strength of the main character, Seeley, in the story. But one of the things that always stood out to me, even when I was a little girl watching this movie, is when she was able to think back to the time where she was with her sister in the field of lavender. Mm. And they were, you know, doing their little play hand game. You know what I'm saying? Me and you. But it was a special, a special bond that they had in the field of lavender. They had no worries. They had no care. Um, and, And it was just like, you see the scene and it was just, beautiful purple flowers, yeah. beautiful lavender flowers. Um, and I'll, we'll put the, the actual flower in the show yes. notes because I can think of the name of them. Um, so at the moment. Pen, so I can take yes, a they were Absolutely. Beautiful. They were beautiful flowers, a, a amazing purple color. So there was, um, a time in the movie where she was reflecting back on her time with her sisters and those joy and her sister, the joy, the joyous moments that she encountered, the happiness that she encountered. She was able to go back to that space, even in the moments that she was in turmoil in her household and with her yeah. husband at the time. When she reflected back on that time when she was with her sister when they were younger, it was absolutely beautiful and amazing. And then when she had an opportunity later on in her life, when she left that toxic situation and that toxic environment that she mm. had with her former husband, she had another encounter with Suge in the movie where she had her house. She she had noticed and recognized um, and had been made aware that she had inherited land, that she had inherited a house from her father right? Who passed away. Right. Now, when she knew that she had that house, when she looked past her house, she saw the field of purple flowers. Mm. She went and experienced that joy and that same thing that she reflected on with her sister, with Suge. And she was much older in life. But what happened in that moment, she was able to go back to her childhood. She was able to remember how happy she was when she was running through those lavender or those fields of lavender and purple flowers and the joy that she felt. Um, And if you read about the plot of the movie, the color purple represents all the good things that are in the world. And so in that moment of her time, she remembers the good things that she had with her sister. She also remembered the good things that she experienced now that she was removed from the toxic environment and no Mm. longer held captive in prison really <laughs> she mm-hmm. was so miserable y'all if y'all yeah. know the color purple y'all hear this this like passion in my voice I love and y'all know so the much. color purple because if you don't know the color purple shame on you every race knows listen, the color purple and <laughs> go and go ahead and watch that movie but yeah. she was able to see herself through those fields of purple flowers over and over again And you'll notice that they have pivotal moments in the movie. The last waking moment of the purple flower making its way as a prominent scene in the movie was when she was able to reunite with her daughter Mm. and her son. Oh, I remember that scene. It was baby cry. Yes. 
girl they were speaking to her i don't i'm gonna find out the language child but it listen, was please oh, girl i was like and they were translating it i was mm-hmm. like this is beautiful but y'all go and watch the movie pay attention to what's happening but but also in the movie not only the purple flowers they were tending to fields they were growing things they were on a farm they were living life simple and providing for they were cultivating land listen mr his name mm-hmm. albert albert he had land for days there's so many things in the movie where we can see growing, we can see growth, we can see perseverance, we can see grit, we can see the good things, we can see lessons learned. But also, important part of the movie was forgiveness. All of the things that Albert put Seely through, when she looked out in that purple field, yeah. Again, recognizing that purple in the movie represented all good things that are in the world. When she looked out into that purple field, she was able to see where she used to tend to his land and where she used to live far mm. in the distance. He knew what he had done to her. He felt some type of guilt and and he he felt that weighing heavy on him. Right. She saw him in the distance. She acknowledged that. And she kept it moving. So you could even see the release of the hurt and the pain in the movie. I mean, it was just amazing. I love that movie. As y'all can see. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes, we can see that. And I'm just like, I am all for it. But like, it's interesting how much meaning or so the transfer of energy between a person and a plant is so dynamic in that you give that plant more meaning than what you think. Um, That plant represents or that garden represents um, something special to you and it can represent something toxic. Um, It can remind you of moments that you've had that just weren't good. Um, And you've given that energy to that plant. And it's crazy how when you see it, it can make you feel good. It can make you feel sad. It can make you remember a certain time. It's just amazing. Um, that connection mm-hmm. is really amazing to me. Um, so my um, movie, my number one movie, it's actually not a movie. It is a series um, that I don't want to say the wrong network, um, but it is called I May Destroy You. And it is um, written and this young woman starred in this movie. Um, and I'm, please, Lord, I'm going to probably butcher her name, but um, it's, it's Mikola, Mikola, something like that, Cole. She's from the UK, black woman. She's a poet. She writes all of this incredible things, but she has this, this series out that she wrote called I May Destroy You. And it's so good. I mean, it talks about everything from consent to abuse to substance, like all, mm-hmm. all types of stuff. But there was a, a scene in episode 11 where she's going to go see this potential um, book publisher or um, a booking agent, someone that can help her get her book out. Um, I forget the actual role, the 
uh, position that this woman was in. But when she walked into this black woman's office, it was in a high rise building. The view was beautiful. But what I noticed was, so she had in the office was windows, floor to ceiling windows all over the office. It seemed like it was just, that was all it was, was windows. And she had plants all throughout that office from Monsteras Mm. to uh, Fiddly Figs to just, I mean, everything you can think of. And I just thought, yes, sis, like, like, I I feel like you, she had to have some part in the design of that particular office. Um, I don't know much about who she was, but I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like she had to have some input in that. It was beautiful. And it just made me feel like, you know, representation really, really matters. And just to see a powerful Black woman, although this was in the series, mm-hmm. um, in this this space, this green space, it wasn't a garden, but it was her indoor garden in her office that she's making all of these power moves in. But she has yes. these amazing living things all around her. Like, just think about what that does to your mood every morning that you walk yes, into that right. office knowing Mm -hmm. that you have all of these crazy things to deal with for the day. If you're an agent, you're representing all these different people, you know, everybody's energy is different, but you come into this space, you already got all this beautiful light and now you got all these amazing plants surrounding you and watching the scene just made me feel calm. And it made me feel like, yes, I will be in that type of environment. Well, I get, you know what? I actually am. I'm just in my home, but I just loved it. It was something that made me feel like, I, I don't know. It just made me feel good to see a black woman in there and that to be her surrounding. It could have been a modern office with, I don't know, her degrees all up on the wall. Not that that's, there's anything wrong with that. You know, a pale mm-hmm. walls, dry, whatever. You know what I mean? Like just a real dry looking environment, but it was fire. And it's episode 11. Um, the series is called I May Destroy You. The series is incredible. Um, so even if you can't get to, well, you can get to 11, but watch it from the beginning. You know, like don't skip and just go to 11 just to see because you're going to want to see what this story is about. It's amazing. I promise you it won't disappoint. But in episode 11, when you see that scene, you'll know what I mean and how it made me feel. Um, mm. And it just made me think about representation and how we have to show up in these spaces um, because we belong here as well. Um, yeah. That's my Absolutely. number one. Yeah. That's awesome. And I think it's so we know the power that plants have in our space um, and scientifically um, it's been proven that just the color green, what it represents yes. Um, and what it's able to do with our mood, that it represents growth and it's vibrant. So I can't wait to check out the series. And I'm not going to lie and say that I won't go to just episode 11 because I know, now I'm, I'm intrigued. Sure. <laughs> and I'm like, I just want to go see. I'm a fast forward through. Yeah. And I'm be like, yeah. okay, I just wanted to see it. And now I'm going to back up and go from episode okay. one. <laughs> okay, good. Do that. Because I think, I feel like you'll enjoy it. And shit, I mean, yeah, well, I can cuss this my podcast. What I'm tripping. I almost said, excuse me for cussing. Um, but once you do, we can like talk about that too. Just that series um, alone. 
because the stuff that is um that comes out in there and the the things that they talk about brings every episode will have a new thing a new conversation like it's just mm-hmm. amazing and things to talk about like how important consent is um yeah and i want to get yeah. all up into that but all right number That's two awesome. yes number two for me y'all let me tell y'all about number two and let me tell y'all how i am still triggered by this movie okay this is a classic if you have not watched this classic movie go do something with your life okay go do something with your life Little Shop of Horror. Oh my God, that's my number two. <laughs> wow. Listen. Yes. First of all, <laughs> let me tell y'all, I am mm-hmm. still traumatized by the Venus flytrap tra- fly plant, okay? <laughs> like, I cannot hear the name Seymour and not get triggered by Seymour. <laughs> me, okay? Seymour. listen I was like oh my goodness but here's the thing I watched the movie as a child y'all I did not know that the damn Venus fly trap fly trap excuse me see I'm I'm getting all fumbled up (laughs) you getting all you getting scared of there it's all right yeah girl I was scared of the damn Plants. I was so afraid of that plant because I remember how little it was and then it grew so big mm, and then it was oh my God. everything. Yes. But I didn't know, y'all. I didn't know that this damn plant was a real plant, like that the yes. Venus flytrap was a real plant until I was grown as hell. I mean, yeah. y'all, I was grown as hell. I went to Home Depot. <laughs> Forgive me now for that. That's it was, That's you know, like for all of that. Listen, now I went you know. To Home Depot. No. Now, now I know. This was like 10 years ago. I yeah. went to Home Depot, y'all. I saw that plant and I said, wait a goddamn minute. Wait mm-hmm. a minute. Mm-hmm. This is a damn little shop plant. plant. I, I, I was like, yes. oh my God. They had, it. they had the picture of it big on the little packaging. I said, oh my goodness. Why? Mm-hmm. Why would anybody want this in their home. This is not real. This is fake. Y'all, I didn't know that the plant really did do what it needed to do. Yep. So the Venus flytrap being a carnivorous plant, mm-hmm. I said, oh my goodness. Now I have a friend with a plant shop and they, her husband specializes in carnivorous plants. He has nepenthes oh, wow. for days. He has nepenthes wow. for days. He has pitcher plants for days. Now I I ha- I had a picture plant outside. It was catching all the plants. I mean, all of the wow. um, all the flies and the bugs. Um. So yeah, that movie. I was like, first of all, I'm scared. I'm traumatized. Second of all, this is a real thing. Wait yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so that's funny because that's my number two as well. <laughs> but for. Um, sort of a different reason though. So I think I was a little frightened by it as a child watching that, but I was also very fascinated because I figured, although I hadn't seen one in person at that time, I'm like, there's gotta be a real thing like this out there for them to make this up. 
Um, and I just was fascinated by the plant, like how it started off little and then how it grew so big and how they had to keep feeding it. I mean, when you think about a Venus flytrap now, how yeah. they need to sort of eat to stay alive. I'm thinking like, well, damn, yeah, it makes sense that Seymour was, uh, or, you know, that this way, what was it? It was Audrey. No, that was a guy, right? Seymour was the plant Seymour, or Seymour was, the, was guy. the guy that's right yeah mm-hmm. and Audrey too was the uh Venus flytrap right mm-hmm. yeah I think so Girl, I don't um, even remember I'm not, I don't remember the name of the of the the plant because I'm still traumatized so I won't watch the movie I don't want you to have nightmares tonight um <laughs> I think it was Audrey too yes um I just was amazed by it. I was fascinated at the entire movie and how crazy everybody went because, well, how crazy Seymour went because of this plant. Like he just got drawn. I mean, that plant just drew him in over and over. Like, nah, you started this. You got to keep feeding me. You know what I mean? Like, what you think? I'm going to keep eating these flies. Look how big I am. I need something that's a lot more juicier. You know what I mean? Like, I'm surprised he didn't bring him no animals. Like, instead, she right. was bringing them right. people. I was just that I was so fascinated by it. But what's crazy about that movie is watching it now. I'm like, oh my god! Like, look at this shit. Like, <laughs> I would love for them to do that movie over and that just put cool. some more. Yeah, and I'm not usually an advocate for remakes, but I think that would be a fire remake. Um but yeah, so my reason was just I just was fascinated by what this plant can yeah. do. Um and I couldn't wait to see one in person. And at that time I wanted to see one in person that was that big. And I knew that wasn't. I mean, eventually I knew that wasn't going to happen that they were pretty smaller than that. Um, but Maybe yes, I'll all right. Huh? I said maybe I'll watch it, but I can't make no promises. I don't know. Listen, don't uh uh-uh, uh don't do it because you ain't gonna call me and be like, oh my god. So I watched that movie and I just couldn't sleep. <laughs> oh, I ain't gonna watch this tonight. I'm not watching this tonight. That's not happening. <laughs> uh, don't watch it, sis. Don't so watch it. My third movie, yes, y'all. Number three. Movie, um, I watched this with my daughter. We uh, we we actually watched it as a family. I watched it with my husband as well, and um. Moana. It's Moana. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. I love the songs. I love the storyline. But when you pay attention to what's happening around them, the different plants and the, the landscape, how how in tune with the earth that they are in that movie, it is just absolutely amazing. And also the mm-hmm. fact that it was showing from a Disney perspective, a different culture. Yes. The Polynesian culture was absolutely fascinating to me. I absolutely loved it. Um, it was beautiful. You know, as you watched Moana go through the village and the flowers that would just pop out, um, you know, how they would even use the, um, how they would make baskets, you know, out of mm-hmm. the material. They were just living with how they would use the materials for um, the baskets for fishing. It was just a way of life for them. And it was it was just such a beautiful movie. And of course, with um, Tafiti, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Like to see (laughs) that 
part. I was just like, look at her. And she's going back to sleep in the It's amazing. I love that movie. One of the things that cracks me up, though, and Jade, when I talked about this, y'all know yes. plan folks we get real like territorial over the things that we feel like we know. Too damn much. Girl, we be, up, like, we be like, shut up and learn something. Shut up, be still. Right. Sit down. You ain't got to argue like, all the time. You got to argue all the damn time. But listen, I, I was in a thread. I was in a plant thread in the Facebook group. And a picture of Maui was there and he had on his belt with the leaves on them, the different types of leaves from the different plants and flowers and everything that was in the village. Mm-hmm. Y'all, folks were arguing about whether or not, you know, the leaves on his belt were monstera. Were they monsteras? Were they um, Hawaiian pothos that were growing up because you know Hawaiian pothos when they're in nature when they grow mm-hmm. up they, you know, like they get really big and mm-hmm. folks were arguing people were arguing over the the, the, the on Maui's belt a fictional character it's not that because <laughs> everybody <laughs> know everything. Everybody. Be quiet. Right? Everybody. I was like, y'all not sitting here arguing about no damn belt or no fictional character in a right. Disney movie. Right. I'm done. And why we can't all be right? Because well, it was a lot of different leaves on there, I thought. Why can't we all be right? Why can't it just be a beautiful Monstera leaf and a golden pothos leaf at the why same time? Why can't it just be green leaves? Why <laughs> Why can't it just be green leaves on Maui's belt? Okay, Gosh. because that's not the point. The point right. is that Maui needs to go back and fix what he fucked up. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. The hell. That was the yes, point of this. Maui, I mean, Moana is number three for brown skin plant mama, y'all. <laughs> yes. I had to go back and watch that because um, I feel like the first time, you know, I'm going to be honest. Let me not even lie on this podcast. I feel like the first time that I saw that, I may have fell asleep because not because it was a bad movie, just because sometimes when I watch cartoons, like it's a comfort thing for me. And I'd be like, "Mm, they're going to sing and I can go to sleep to that. Uh It's keeping my son still and I ain't got to worry about that. Perfect. Like, so I got to go back and watch that because I fell asleep and I was, let me, let me not, I was knocked out and we, it was Christmas and family was over, but I was on that couch, like, (laughs) (laughs) gone, 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 ain't had nothing to do with the movie. I just was like, "Mm mm-hmm, y'all good. Let me go to sleep. Um, okay. So my number three. Um, is a classic and I feel like everyone who has seen this movie will be able to relate. Um, and I don't care what nobody say. I think it's a classic. I think that no matter how, I don't even say low budget cause it wasn't low budget, but just how like unreal it might have seemed. like when you were watching it, it may have seemed unreal, but it was a great movie. It was, uh, one of Taraji, I think it was Taraji's first movie. Um and Tyrese and that is Baby Boy. Yes. So Baby Boy is, is a great movie. Period. I don't care. That's one of the movies that even if it's kind of bad, you will still watch it. 
because it's entertaining. Um, but the reason why it's number three for me is because when the mother, which I believe her name was Juanita in the movie, I think, um, but she, in her backyard, her garden was just a safe place for her. Like if you notice whenever she yes. was given Jody some was. that like a pep talk or something, although there were some scenes where it was happening in the house, for the most part, she was in her garden. Yeah. Um and schooling her son. Like what you're not about to do is be having all these kids and all these baby mamas running around here because I'm about to live my life. You grown. But there was a scene where she sat in her garden and she was sipping her wine, puffing on her killer tobacco. But it was, it made me just think of like, damn, I want to be that when I get older and I don't have a child to be chasing after. And I just want to, I want my garden to like be my safe place. Um, and at that time, I didn't think that that would happen as soon as it did. Like, although I don't have, not yet, um, because I'm going to transform my garden. But at that time, I, you know, I was, I was kind of like, just, I don't know. I was just so amazed at how calm she looked in that moment. Um, but to have that same feeling with the plants that I have in my home and to just be uh, surrounded by their presence, I understand why that was an important thing to have in the movie um, because plants represent so much and they didn't just sit her in the backyard with a, I don't, you know, with some roses or, you know, anything regular like that. I mean, she had tomatoes, like all type, but you can tell it was all types of stuff. I think she even found weed at one point because it, it, it was growing all kind of stuff in that damn garden. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just love that. I love that scene and I can't wait to be surrounded by my plants like that, like outside. Yes. It was yes. amazing. Like she's a true like Jody's mother was like true mm-hmm. definition of hot mama. I'm like I'm trying to be yes. in the garden with my shorts on like Jody mama. Yes. Like walking on stage the garden <laughs> with a stank walk. I got a stank walk <laughs> for real. Where boo looking out the window like yes girl go pick those tomatoes and come upstairs. Sex because we gonna make <laughs> a salad when you come back in the house. I already oh got your God. wine ready for you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I almost said something super nasty. Let me stop. Um, <laughs> I almost went I'll there. I'll stay for you. Toss that thing up. Let's go. Listen. What? Listen. Yes, yes. Um, but so that was that was fun. Um there are so many other movies that we can name that have beautiful plants in them, um, like Jurassic Park, like all of these other incredible movies that we can talk about. But we wanted to make sure that we brought three that were really important to us. Um, and as I said in the beginning of the show, if you have some movies that you want to share, I'm going to make a post the day that this comes out. Please, um, you know, join in in the conversation. Inbox me, inbox Veronica. She won't mind. Just don't be asking no crazy questions. Um, and, you know, um, and just let us know what movies were important to you that had plants in them and when you first started to really notice plants in movies. Um, before we get out of here, Veronica, do you have anything to say to the people? Thank y'all for tuning in. 
I am so excited and I appreciate you all welcoming me into your community because I mm-hmm. know that y'all are tight over here in the Black Plant and Chick mm-hmm. podcast. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to engage with you all for the month of February and y'all let's grow um, and just have fun. Yes. Yay. And tune in next week for another episode. Our next episode, we have um, Derek Haynes. I'm saying, yeah, Haynes. I'll be just screwing up people. Yes. I'll be afraid. I'll be messing up people's names. Like I'll be seeing actors' names in my head and all kind of stuff. But we have a great episode with um, the chocolate botanist. Um, that that episode, I know it could have gone on for much longer than it did because yeah. he was dropping gems. So please make sure that you come back next week to check out that episode. Um, but until next time, like I always say, love, peace, and propagate. <laughs>